On today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings, we hear stories of sightings of both Slenderman and Bigfoot. We also hear a story about a disturbed spirit of a dead girl. More coming up for you on today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Stay tuned, listeners. Listen if you dare, as we unfold stories of unexplained happenings and phenomena. Write in at unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com. This is where the unexpected and ghost stories are brought into reality. This is Unexpected Haunting. That's right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unexpected Hauntings. This is episode 19, and thank you so much for tuning in today. We love you guys, and we love your continued support. And, talking about support, if you'd want to, you don't have to, you can always um, just donate some money to us, and we can um, spoof up, if you will, this... um, podcast channel we can add more content um do some more things with episodes more sound effects um, make it a little more crisp if you will and um also if you plan on donating we're going to be doing a point system where you can get free merchandise that's right free merchandise we're going to be doing from hats to shirts to hoodies to even um coffee mugs We're going to be putting our logos on those, and we're going to be giving those out to the people that donate a certain amount of money. We're going to be doing a point system. So, like, even if you donate, let's say, um, maybe five bucks or so, you'd get probably a coffee mug and a hat or something like that. So, we're trying to get that figured out, but we would love, love, love your support. And even if you don't want to give any money, that's okay. Uh, We just love having you guys back and y'all sharing the news about unexpected hauntings and uh, we've just been growing so much lately it's been crazy so thank you guys for your continued love for unexpected hauntings i also wanted to say that we have a new official logo and it looks really nice i'm so happy with how it turned out um and we're just happy to have that going for us we're going to be showcasing that on each and every artwork that we do from now on and uh, we hope that you guys like it as well if you think we can do anything different with it please let me know we are always up for new things on here that's one thing that we do on this goats podcast is we try to improve with each episode for you guys so it's not the same thing all the time we like to change things up a little bit and um, I think that's what kind of makes each episode a little bit more unique. It gets better and better as we go along. Um, Well, anyways, hope that you guys are doing well during this crazy time of COVID-19. Once it seems like there's a window for it to be closing um, and for it to all be over with, it seems like another wave comes. Um, So, just got to stay with it and just uh, hold on for the ride because it's probably going to be going on for quite a while so 
But in the meantime, you guys can listen to some ghost stories, right? Um, also, I've been listening to my buddy Tony Bruski um, from Ghost um, Real Ghost Stories Online. If you guys want to listen to them, they're great. Listen to them anywhere, and um, their stories are just a cra- crazy good. I love it. Um, but anyways, he brought up a very good, um, very good point of view for all of this basically saying that ghost stories are a way of an escape and they're not as scary and they don't seem as scary as what's going on right now and that's very true so they were laughing about how um, let's go into these ghost stories and give us some excitement in our life whereas if this wasn't going on this would be pretty pretty spooky and pretty scary but it's really not considered to what's going on with COVID-19 so (laughs) um but we're gonna have some excitement if you will for you today and some scary stories of just paranormal stuff and we're gonna throw in a ghost story in there near the end but um yeah today's episode is gonna be cool we're gonna be going over stories of Slenderman Bigfoot, and a story of a person dreaming of a um, possessed girl. It's kind of weird. Dreaming of a girl that he's dating, and then they go to their house and realize that the girl that she's dating, her sister, was possessed and was took her own life. It's very interesting. Very crazy. Um, graphical story, too. So, if you guys... Um, get kind of quingy of those stories, then um, you don't have to listen to the last story. <laughs> but it is it is really good. It is really good. We have a lot of good write-ins today. So, with that being said, I'm just going to stop rambling on and go to the first story. And it is entitled, A Visit from Slenderman. Thank you guys so much, and I hope that you enjoy. I live with my parents and my younger sister of 17 at the time in a nice residential condo up in the hills. One day after work while I was arriving at my house, there was a strong windstorm going on. It was so strong that some trees fell off and the streets were full of leaves and pine needles. When I arrived at home, there were so many pine needles piled up in front of my house that I had to be careful not to trip. At the other side of the street, there is an empty lot with nothing built in it and a wall that divides my residential from another that is next to it. While I was looking to all of the pine needles piled up, I realized that although I got neighbors at both sides of my house, the leaves and needles were only piled up in front of my house. I knew that no one had cleaned up their part of the street because it was still winding hard when I was arriving home. Suddenly, out of nowhere, when the windiness stopped and the air seemed still for a bit, it was starting to get dark, but the lighting around my house seemed strange. That's when I felt as if someone was watching me. I started to feel sick and dizzy and started seeing fireworks around my vision. That type you see when you are going to pass out. I've overcome some hardships in my life and I was relatively strong-willed, so I held myself against my car and stumbled to my house door, 
almost passing out. Once inside my house, I laid on the floor trying to recompose myself as I have high blood pressure since I was 16. I didn't think about this much. After several minutes staring at my door from the inside, I got up, locked the door, and went on with the night. Hours later, I was playing League of Legends with my sister as I'm addicted to it, and when I noticed some movement in the empty terrain in front of my house, it was just a fell of trees. But in the dark, you can't see very far. That's when, with letting out a gasp, I saw him. A tall, white figure. With no eyes or facial features, he was wearing some form of black blazer. And there were shadows creeping from behind him. I turned to look at my sister and called her, but when I looked back to the terrain, it was empty. I shrugged it off and asked her if she could care to sleep in my room that day, and she said, okay. One week went on giving me a feeling of dread every time I was around my house, but outside of it, when I arrived home in one of these days, it was strangely still clear, while the other days at the same time, it was usually dark. Whilst getting my things out of my car, I turned to look to the empty terrain when I noticed a woman screaming, Go away! and closing her windows fiercely. Her house was in the other residential condo, to the other side of the wall where the empty lot was. I, star I startled for a moment and went straight to my house. I've never said anything about it to anyone, but the next day my sister came to me worried saying that she had a nightmare where I was going crazy because I could see Slenderman. That gave me chills across my spine, and I felt dizzy again. I started to explain the last events to her, and she laughed and said there was no, nothing, uh, no such thing as Slenderman, and that I must be forgetting to take my blood pressure medicine, which I sometimes forget to take, but I knew that wasn't the case. The next week, I had forgotten all of that. While arriving home, I opened the door to my house and a huge rodent entered my house running. It was probably 60 centimeters from my head to tail and went on to the kitchen. This rodent leaves in the woods near my home and due to ambiental laws, we can't kill it or send it anywhere else. I was chasing it off my house when he jumped to a metal table we had and started gnarling at me. I screamed at him, which made him pissed off, and I swear he was about to jump at me. When he stopped, looked behind me, and started to piss himself. Feeling something strange behind me, I turned to look, only to find nothing between me and the door behind him. The rat jumped off the table, fell awkwardly onto the floor, and fled through a door that takes you outside in the back of my home. My sister was startled by the whole ordeal and asked me what the hell happened. When I explained, I told her that I've seen that rodent before and it had never gotten so close to me before. He was always afraid of me. I asked my sister what she thought about it and she said maybe there, there was running from something more frightening than you outside. That night I had trouble sleeping and when I did fall asleep, 
I dreamed with him, this tall figure lurking at the forest into my home. In my dream, my home shone light into him, making him flee to the woods. Since that dream, I've never felt his presence again, but sometimes I wonder what made him go away, and why did he come to my house? Alright, so we've all heard the story of Slenderman, and um, I'm so glad that she did not, what everyone in every horror movie would do, is follow um, what is scaring them, because, um, I don't know, if this happened to me, I would probably follow it, but I would say, don't follow it, because it's dangerous, um, curiosity would probably get the best of me and I would want to go figure it out and see what's going on because that's me I like to figure things out see what's going on I don't like to be kept in the dark per se so um but wow so Slenderman I believe that Slenderman can be real um or it could be also be a figment of your imagination um if if you let's just put it this way sometimes when you watch scary movies over and over and over again and it just scares you to your bone um then that can sometimes in your dreams um cause you to think of things that aren't really actually happening and it has to do something with your cognitive thinking while you're while you're dreaming um actually went through this in psychology in college um and it's interesting how um your brain can make you think that it's real and it feels real and um but it's just a little bit of your imagination coming to life um and that is still unexplained today but um i feel like that could be play a part in slenderman but who knows? I mean, there's been a lot of people that have seen them and a lot of people that have um, like really seen them in real life and some that have just come up with stories uh, of it. So who knows? I would be very interested to hear more um, of visited visits of the Slenderman. Um, I know that you should definitely not pursue something like this, even if you think it's just in your dreams. Because that's what's scary is sometimes what you dream could come to life um, and it can be a premonition. So uh, thank you guys for joining in this story. We're going to go to the next story. Um, and the next story is about Bigfoot, um, Sasquatch, Homo Sasquatches, as some people call it in Minnesota. Um, and... Uh, always been very interested in Bigfoot so um, very interesting stories it's entitled I think I have a Bigfoot problem and um, Raven wrote this in it's gonna be really cool so uh, here we go guys it's entitled I think I have a Bigfoot problem let's go there 
Throughout the days, we take our two dogs outside their kennels so they can go out the house for a while and run and play and such. These are not small dogs. One is a black lab husky mix and the other one a full-blooded Staffordshire Terrier Pitbull. The kennels are placed at the edge of the yard near the woods. These woods are big, large enough to take a dog to go hiking through them. Lately, when it gets dark, the dogs seem on edge. They will bark and whine toward the house to come in. At first, I figured they just wanted to come back in to the house. But now, I'm thinking they're actually scared. Three nights ago, when I went to go get them, it was already dark, but we have a security light, so it isn't, it isn't pitch black or anything. I got to the front of the first kennel, kennel and noticed both dogs were being quiet. They were always barking at me excitedly when I got to get them, but they were dead silent. This weirded me out a little, but not to the point of being scared. I will admit that there, were a cert there was a certain uneasiness in the air, though. Something I can't explain, but it sort of felt electric, like I was about to be shocked. The longer I was there, the more uneasy I felt started getting the first dog, the lab, out and heard a heavy snap in the woods near the kennels. I froze. The dogs froze. By this time, I was so on edge that if someone had spoken, I would have jumped, screamed, and possibly ran. The creepy feeling in the air just kept getting thicker. The lab had her bushy tail stuffed underneath her and was whining. This didn't make me feel any better. The pit bull was as far away from the woods as she could get, whimpering for me to come get her. I can only take one dog in at a time because they get too excited and will sometimes try to fight, so I avoid that at all cost. I felt so bad leaving the pity there by herself, but I had to do it. As I walked away, she barked this high-pitched whining type of bark at me, but I have that I've never heard her do before. The lab couldn't go, couldn't get to the house quick enough. I went back for the other one and dreaded every step, as her door is right at the base of the woods. I would have to turn my back to the woods to open the door and get her out. The air felt heavy and stale, with an unpleasant smell, like a dead skunk. As I approached the kennel, another snap, and I was about to run for it, but I didn't want to leave my dog, who had her head down defensively facing the woods. I could barely make it. To be honest, it felt like, tr like trying to walk through water. I was terrified by the time I reached to the door. I heard heavy breathing behind me. As I got my dog out, she was scared too, but started growling behind me. I was frozen in place. The breathing continued for a minute before I heard steps starting coming towards me. We both took off at the same time. A terrifying scream came out of the base of the woods. I didn't dare look back. I just ran. My pity pulled me all the way back to the house. I got in, flipped off all the lights, and stared out of the window at the woods. I could see something moving slightly, but just out of the light, it moved back and forth for about five minutes. 
then disappeared. It took me forever to fall asleep that night because I was so scared that every little noise freaked me out. The next night I went to, the, went to get the dogs earlier, right around dusk. I thought all was good until I was getting my pity out. A huge snapping sound, like a tree branch had just been snapped in half, rang out. It sounded pretty far away, so I just hurriedly got my dog and started towards the house. A few steps away from the kennel, I heard something big start charging towards me from inside the woods. We ran again and it appeared to follow for so long, then retreated back. Now, every night since, then I hear, when I hear sounds coming from the woods like branches breaking and being thrown around, knocking on trees and roaring, I am absolutely terrified. I no longer even take my dogs down. I just take them for walks during the day and make sure we are all in before dusk. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking about buying a gun, but I'm, sh I'm not sure it will help. So in this story, it seems like she didn't really, I don't blame her, didn't want to see what was in the woods. But it sounds like it was something big for it to be crunching branches like that. Um, and it very well could be Bigfoot. Um, and that's the thing, too, is we don't really know where Bigfoot is. I don't think he's really in he or she. Really, no one knows the sex either <laughs> of Bigfoot. Um, he or she could be anywhere in the woods and can cover a wide range of the woods as well which is really really scary to think of um and i'm glad that she's been putting her dogs up um before the sun goes down because that seems like when it's at its highest uh potential of threat is at night um because it doesn't want to be seen. I mean, if Bigfoot were to be seen, then, um, you know, it would be hunted down. And um, who knows? There might be more than one Bigfoot. That's a huge, huge thinking. Um, but there could be. There could very well be. Um, but you guys definitely have some stories like this that you'd like to share of um, just differently uh, sized stories like such as this. We would like to branch out and do ghost stories as well, but we want to do um, some of the mystery stories like such as this, um, where it's bone chilling and it's scary, but yet it might not be a ghost. It might be Bigfoot. It might be Slenderman. Who knows? It might be a, a myth story that no one knows if it's true or not. That's what we want to unwrap on here on this episode for today. But um, we're actually going to wrap up the episode with a story of a dead spirit. So we're going to wrap it up with a ghost story for you guys. And this story is called The Disturbed Spirit of the Dead Girl. Here we go, guys. Enjoy.
I was never a person who had normal dreams. Usually they were pretty strange and most of them were action and adventure mixed up with lots of things that I did in the day or the past few days. Never have I had a dream in which I felt dreaded in my spine or that crippling fear in which it's usually described in most of my creepy stories. Enough about that, let me introduce myself. I spend most of my days listening to creepy pastas while playing video games. Most of them are about action, combat, and adventure. Usually there is gore or dismemberment and blood. That never affected me. Your brain knows when it's real or not, despite the graphics being that good. About the creepy pastas, they are very mild at best for me. When I started to listen to cre creepy pastas on YouTube, they were about the paranormal spirits and such, and they were mostly from Japan. So I got a pretty spook. So I got pretty spooked and excited to listen to some more. Looking in the web, I started to realize that the American ones are from stalkers, weird people, murders, rapists, and home invaders. That might be scary for whom they they are happening. But since I am black belt in, ju in judo, I tend not to fear others despite the fact that I know I cannot win everybody. But they are people. People can get hurt and killed pretty easy. So I listen just for the story. But since you are here, let's talk about my weird dream that I had today. Before you can understand a little about my dream, I didn't have much opportunities of having sex with the opposite gender, so it's a bit rare, but not uncommon, of me to dream about having sex with a girl. Today was no different. I was dating a gorgeous Japanese girl, and we went to a crowd mixed restroom, and don't ask, I don't know how dreams work either. After some time there, I asked her if we could go to a more private place. She said she had one in her house, and we went there together. The creepy factor started there. The house was really old and dilapidated, as if nobody lived there or didn't care about the place for a long time. She went to the backyard of the house with me and said they had a subterranean room where her sister died. She had to pump water for the, for, for the room because it was flooded. As she was pumping the water from the hole, her dad came up and started to tell me how the room was. The bed was attached to the wall because of her sister's fits. I asked him what kind of fits, and he said she would usually move uncontrollably on her own, as if having a seizure while screaming, so they had to pin her to the wall with the bed. While he was telling me that, I started to feel a chill down my spine. That crippling fear, fear that killed my all my horniness right at the spot. No way I would have sex in that haunted place. Don't know how many feet below surface where a girl apparently possessed died. As I was summoning my courage to talk to my date, her dad said he thought it was okay and entered the black staircase 
near the pond. That place was dark, lacking any kind of light. I didn't want to go there, but her dad went without hesitation. While he was going down, he was describing how the place was, was until he couldn't hear his voice anymore. Right after that, I felt my stomach drop and no felt nauseous. Something was not right here. They were waking up. They were. They were waking up something that shouldn't be awoken. For some inexplainable reason, my mom showed up and went in the same place that the guy went, doing the same thing that he did. But her voice suddenly stopped, and right after that, the guy's body and my mother's body burst through the pump hole. They were bloody and dismembered, as if hacked into pieces, as easy as you cut a juicy and tender meat with a sharp blade. I felt a deep sorrow, sorrow for my mother and started crying like a baby. My legs couldn't support my weight. I didn't have enough strength to go on because my mother, weirdly, I muster some courage. And as I was looking back, my date was also in the same state. Looking in front of me again, found a pile of bodies in the same way. I felt an unnerving panic with dread. I had to get out of this place or I would be the next one. Who knows who were who were this place? Who knows who were this invisible threat? <laughs> I think that's how this is kind of weird. weird. Um, maybe her sister's spirit who had made a pile of bodies as easily as you make a pile of meat. I sprinted away from the house, but the gates were locked, and for some odd reason, I was pushed back into a room inside the house with the door locked. I was on fight or flight response. I didn't care about anything. I knocked down the door and I was in some kind of living room. Of course, the other door was locked. I have to break the window glass to get out. Cut my hand in some shards but managed to break free. Sprinted away until my lungs burned. After that, I was awoken by my parents saying that a family member who was young, I dare say, just died of a heart attack. Never in my life I had this kind of horror dream. A chill went down my spine as I was recounting what happened to them. Who knows what would happen to me if I stayed in that creepy place. Guess I had my paranormal story that I always wanted. Now, what a creepy story is that? Um, and that's definitely a dream, but makes me wonder if the dream could have been tied to that untimely death of that family member that had the heart attack. Because if you remember in the story, he said he was having a burning sensation um, and breathing in his heart. And that could probably be like how it feels when you're having a heart attack. Um, I don't know. It could have a tie. It could not. Um, but what a wild dream. Wild dream. And um, a story about a possessed person. What would you do in a, in a situation like that? Um, I would just... I don't know. 
run away first. Get some get someone to help you. And I don't know, call the authorities. I have no clue. But what would you guys do? Um, let let us know. Uh, would be very interested in that. Um, also, if you have some crazy dreams such as this, um, no matter how gruesome it is, like in the story with them being pumped through that hole in the guts and all that, that was, that's pretty gruesome. But um, those stories are just just feel so real. I don't know. But yeah, if you guys again, if you guys have a story like this. Right into Unexpected Hauntings 739 at gmail.com. We'd love to share your script your crazy dreams. Um, and possibly um, your non-dreams that are actually happening in real life. So let us know. Write us a review. Subscribe to our Apple Podcast and Spotify. Anywhere you listen to us on. And um, we'd love to hear back from you guys. But anyways. With that being said, we're going to close today's episode, and we love you guys so much for choosing us. Also, again, if you'd like to um, help us out, you can uh, donate at least, you know, just a dollar or so would help, and that will help us um, get through this COVID crisis and will help us get more episodes out to you guys as well. Also, if you want to donate, um, we will probably, the first, I'm going to probably get together with my buddy Mark about this, but we're probably going to um, start, I'm start doing some merchandise stuff, um, and it's pretty cool. We can do hats, hoodies, long sleeves, sweatshirts, um, even coffee mugs. It's pretty cool. So, um, if you guys want to do that, I'm going to figure out what to do for the people that um, support Unexpected Hauntings. And um, I might set up a point system on like how much how much money you guys want to donate. And if you donate a certain amount, then I will give you some free merchandise. Um, and do like, call it maybe an Unexpected Hauntings bundle box or something like that. Um, just to get you guys excited for unexpected hauntings and give you guys something in return for your kindness and supporting us. So thank you guys so much. If you guys want to do that, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to be coming out with more information on that. But for now, have a great night, listeners, and thank you for listening to Unexpected Hauntings. <laughs>